Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour with Ariel and Deuce. How are you doing, Ariel? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing terrific. You know what would make me even better? What? A good old-fashioned patent pen and do salute. It always does. Such a good thing on this. It just makes me feel beautiful Saturday. The (laughs) the cockles of my heart. And speaking of uh, things that warm the cockles of my heart, we have an adventure that's coming up soon. We have a great adventure coming up. If you guys have not heard about it, you definitely want to check it out. It is Recon 2022. Yes, it is back and hosted by HMGS South. It is going to be Thursday, April 21st through Sunday, April 24th at the beautiful uh, Wyndham Orlando Resort and Conference Center in Kissimmee, Florida. Now, a little bit about this show, if you guys have never been to one or heard of it, it is the best historical miniature wargaming in the state of Florida, with this year's theme being Revolution. Featuring tournaments for Bolt Action, Flames of War, D. Bellis Antiquous, plus the debut of Admiral of the Fleet from the creators of Sea Creek. Also on tap is a growing list of other historical, fantasy, and sci-fi fiction war games in various scales, a dozen vendors selling a variety of hobby games and supplies, and a wonderful, awesome flea market and some of the greatest game masters and hobbyists you will find anywhere. One of the best things about this event is you can go for the entire weekend for only $50.00. And hotels start at $89 a night. For more information and for registration for this awesome event, you can go to tabletop.events. Search HMGS South Recon 2022 and happy hour will be there. We are going to be there and I highly, ooh, excuse me. Ooh, man. Ooh, it it hit me right. Um, I highly, highly recommend bringing cash for that Friday night. um, Yeah, bring cash for that one. fleet market. That flea market is the bomb.com. Like that, I've gotten so much good stuff at that. And I love the event just because it's like friendly. You've all got something in common. Everybody's there is great. Um, also, the other thing is they have like usually they'll have some non historical stuff. Like yeah. people will be playing Battletech, they'll be playing Warhammer 40K. Like there's stuff besides just the historical stuff also there's role-playing stuff going on that weekend so it's a it's a good good time i highly highly recommend it um and you guys are going to want to check it out so uh, and we're going to be there it's going to be a good time bring your money bring your cash bring your tax return exactly. do what you got to do yeah do what you got to do, do what you got to uh, do to have a good time and speaking about what we got to do you got to tell us all about your new favorite show Oh, my new favorite show. So if you guys have not heard me say as a guest and on this podcast, I am a massive D&D nerd and a massive Critical Role fan. Now, a little backstory about this. Um, their first ever campaign they did uh, was um, Vox Machina. And it was their first out of the gate doing this. Hey, let's set up a camera and have everybody like tape us playing D&D and yeah. it turned out to now be this absolute like big hit sensation so they said yeah and I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you interrupt a lot, me Ariel, all you and want. I apologize no you're so good so when they first did it with the camera was it on YouTube or was it on yes. Twitch it was okay, just, it was on, just YouTube. on YouTube um, yeah. they just were like let's just put a camera up and see, what, see happens. what happens and it didn't happen um, so which started campaign two and now they're on campaign three okay. so now each campaign it's just like a campaign in real life it's all new characters all new characters character. um okay. one of the cool things is if you have watched it for a while and you've yeah. seen all the campaigns they like to tie in stuff from different campaigns okay. so it is kind of like a little easter eggs almost kind of like uh like the star wars universe the yeah. Marvel universe where it all kind of ties together like there's little characters or they all kind of tie in things. and okay. just kind of fun stuff so if like you listen to the first campaign you'll get little nuances in the second yeah campaign. it's not gonna ruin yeah. you if you've never like if you if you start in like listening to the second campaign it's right. not gonna ruin anything for the right. first or third but if you watch the first one second one now third one you're more opt to pick up on little things yeah you know that's cool so it's, it's kind of fun um so they did this and then they were like you know what we want to do an animated series and for anybody who's not in the animated world that can get expensive can it a very expensive process so who you know you have all these big animators nobody's gonna throw money at an animated dungeons and dragons show it's just not you know 
I think it was, but maybe they were like, oh, we can't make enough money. So they did a Kickstarter, which yeah. I don't know if you have seen Kickstarter, familiar with. I'm familiar with the ish, if that ish. makes sense. So Kickstarter yeah. is this platform, and what you can do is if you have an idea, if you have a product, if you have a, a gaming idea or whatever, you can put that idea on Kickstarter, and people can donate money to that. If you reach your goal, you right. get the money, and yeah. then you make the product, do whatever. So that they have like stretcher goals, stretcher goals. Like, like, Hey, we reach, you donate this, you get X, Y, and Z. And when we reach X amount, then you get X, Y, and Z. So they were like, well, nobody's going to fund us. Let's just, let's just put it on Kickstarter and let's just see what happens. Do it. That's how the Veronica Mars happened. Like to little, little bit. I know about Kickstarter was the Veronica Mars movie because, uh, Rob Thomas, not the lead singer of Matchbox 20, (laughs) Uh, the creator and writer of Veronica Mars was like, everybody wants more Veronica Mars. Let's do a movie. Mm-hmm. And like no studio wanted to give money. They're like, this is an old show that had a small audience. Like, right. He's like, well, fuck this shit. I'm going to go on Kickstarter. And they, they, I think it was like in 48 hours, they got the funding for the movie. Yeah. yeah and that's so, the thing. So yeah. even after you reach your funding, people yeah. can still donate, keep funding. keep funding. So they put the funding out for, Hey, we want to do like a mini series. We just want to do like four or five episodes of the first campaign. We just want to animate this one specific arc. And that's all we want to do yeah. within 48 hours. And through the entire campaign, they raised over twelve million dollars on Kickstarter, which is twelve million dollars. Twelve million dollars. A lot of fucking money. That's a lot of money. So not only so when this happened, it was one of those like self realizations where they like they just wanted a little bit to do a couple episodes, mm. and now they're like, holy shit! Now they can do a two Season. seasons. Now now they have it completely funded for two seasons. So I oh, they do? Yeah, it's okay, completely that's good. done and funded for two seasons. So this started back in um, end of 2018, beginning of 2019. Okay. So, of course, I was a huge backer. I, right. I backed it, and I would wait and wait and wait. Well, then, as we all know, good old COVID hit and completely... But actually, and, and maybe I'm wrong on this, with mm-hmm. animation, I would think it wouldn't hurt it that much because you can do yes. the voice acting from home. You can. And the animators can animate from home. Which And that's what they did. Yeah. But one of the biggest setbacks was the stretch goals, like the products and stuff right. that they were like, oh, hey, if you reach X amount, you get like a, a dice set or, or a dice, yeah. whatever. But those companies were shutting down. Yeah. So that really pushed everything back. Um, of course, yes, they still continued well, that. Wouldn't. God, I'm sorry to interrupt again. No, you're I, I, not like, me. I would good. think it wouldn't like affect the production just getting people their stuff. That's what it yeah. affected more. Now the production did continue on. They did have to take some breaks, you know, due to when it first happened, yeah, nobody yeah, knew yeah. what was going on. So they did shut down production. Yeah. Um, but they still did the animation from home. There was a couple of scenes and things that they had to do all together. Like yeah. and that kind of like put things behind. So we get into 2020. They're still going. They're still going. 2021 happens. Right. It's, it's still going. End of 2021 is when they finally announce, "Hey, it's done. We're yeah. ready." And Amazon picked it up, which I would think would add like if they came to the table saying we've got two seasons done, Amazon buys it. I would think that would get them more se- like season three season, and, a four. and and that very well could be but what it was and what a lot of people i think were really upset about was they were like oh amazon just bought this series when they had like we you need to finish this series and this series and this series first they just bought and and box they were like well listen amazon didn't buy us like we funded everything ourselves yeah. we're just using them as a platform to stream this show on so amazon did not buy it Amazon bought the rights to the show. streaming rights. The streaming okay. rights. Well, that's still money. I mean, that's I'm sure money. what they're paying for it probably paid for two seasons. It did. So, so, but Amazon does not own that show. Well, that's smart. So, um, so they had this special like, so it's premiered in January. Yeah. And I and because I was a backer, I was able to watch the first two episodes yeah. at a preview night. So I got home that night. Yeah. I was ready to rock and roll. Right. Turned on the first episode. And from episode one to the end, it was it's banging. It was Bang. fantastic. And I like it even like for you, don't watch Critical Role, not into really into D D, yeah. but to sit and watch it and for you to enjoy it, that's I what like, I say. This is dope. They did like it. I it was fucking great. enjoyed the shit out of it, which I was super surprised because I, I did it um 
you know, I did it because I knew we were going to talk about it, but I also knew you really loved it. And, you know, I like D&D. I'm not, like, the biggest fantasy person ever, but I like role-playing shit. And I like the voice actors involved. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, let me give this a shot. Let me see what's up. And, like, I got through the first three, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then you're like, you got to wait till Friday. And, and every Friday I watched all three, and then I, there was one Friday I didn't get any more episodes. I'm like, where the fuck's my episodes? She's like, oh, the season's done. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. it was like nine or something. Yeah, yeah. they ended up going like nine or ten, and they ended it. And yeah. um, I think it was nine because I think it was like three Fridays. So it was yeah. three, three, and well, three. Well, no, then I think you're behind on three because they came out with ten, eleven, and twelve. Then I got through twelve, so it was four Fridays. So you did. I, I've watched every. So you have seen it all. Yeah, perfect. I've, perfect. I saw the ending because the ending. I'm like, there better be more because when they ended that shit, I'm like, and we'll go ahead and throw throw out a little spoiler warning now because yeah. we are going to talk about the series. We so, are like, going to talk about it. If you haven't watched and you don't want to be spoiled, we're going to give the spoiler warning now. Um, yeah, because when it ended, I'm like, fuck, we got more shit to do. Like, yeah. so, and, and that's how it is. Like, that's how that first yeah. that when they animated that, what it's called, the Lock. arc of Briarwood. Okay, um, that's the arc it was in the campaign. That was the arc they said this is what we're gonna do because yeah. this was such a big deal in the show. Yeah. Um, and the way they did the animation was absolutely outstanding. They captured every bit of like the role playing scenario of, it. of yeah. it and then threw it in this animation and being able to see it live as have been a fan for so many years. Um, it, I, it was like an I, like my husband and I were watching it. To me, I was like. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, it's an out of body experience. Yeah. Like you've you've seen these people like talk about it and act it, and right. and now to see it animated, you're watching it live on TV was absolutely outstanding. That's got to be an awesome experience for it you. It was. Like, it was. That to me seems really fucking cool. It was so fun, and I every I would watch them on Friday nights, and yeah, then I'd yeah. watch them. That's again. why I did. I'd, I'd come home from work on Friday, and like I'd watch all three, and then either I'd take a nap or I'd like play video games and stuff. But yeah. that was like my kickoff for Fridays was I'd I watched all three. And then I would, because my husband works Friday night, so he went to work. And then he actually got into it with me. Yeah, so I was watching it. I had missed Friday when I had stuff to do, so I watched it Saturday. He ended up coming home, and he kind of he's like, "What do you watch?" I'm like, "Oh, it's it's Vox Machina." You know what I mean? Like we talked about. He's like, "Well, can you mind restarting it? I want to watch it." And I was like, "Sure." I mean, I'll go back to the first episode. Like I didn't care. Um, And then we he watched it with me, and he was like, "This is really like this is a really good." thing they did and i said i know like the way they did it with the animation with the characters the way the characters all intertwine with each, right. with each other like the banter the mannerisms and the fight scenes the fight scenes were phenomenal like but, that was yeah. the thing that blew like the animation really blew me away like i like i don't i don't want to say i dislike animation i just don't watch a lot of it like right. i watch like a Bob's Burgers or something yeah. like that. And, like, the DC animated movies I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So, and they've got great animation. But when I was watching this, I was like, fuck, we made some goddamn leaps and bounds in animation. Yes. Like, this is ridiculous yes. how good this shit is. And it was so. a Titmouse Studio. Was a studio. Titmouse? Titmouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, Titmouse. Oh, Titmouse. Well, you know we love titties. We, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, they, they were, the, and they had a really big name supporting voice actors in this yeah that was the thing that blew my mind like when i started seeing like all the people that were like showing up i'm like fuck and i didn't know if they were like friends of because you got to remember they're all in the voice acting community like the guy who plays the king Mm -hmm. like he did samurai jack he Mm -hmm. did static shock he has been a voice actor for a very long time also he plays ezekiel in the walking dead yeah so i was like what the fuck? They so pulled like, out all dope. the stops they for the did. big name. Um, the but guy, I also wonder if they yeah. went through the Rolodex and was like, hey, who are our voice acting friends yeah. that'll like come and like do a guest spot? Um, the character who ended up in the first couple episodes being the dragon. Yeah. That was David Tennant. Yeah, I saw that. That blew I'm my like, mind. I was like, wait dope. a minute, what? Because they did a, um, yeah. a kickoff show and they did like a 30 minute interview with all of the supporting voice actors right. along with the main voice actors. And David Tennant popped up, and I was like, "What the fuck? The fuck? Like, you got David Tennant yeah. to be a, and not only was he a guest, he was a pretty main character, like a yeah, main for villain. Those first, like two, three, two episodes? or three episodes, yeah. he was a pretty big, like main villain character. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And then, of course, you go through, you know, the journey you go through towards the end. And the end, that's that's where. Um, hang on, guys. What 
else you can. So we are taping today on a very rainy Saturday. Oh, you woke him up. Dang it. So Sorry, he guys. was snoring. <laughs> we we're trying to get you a barley snore just because I want trying. it. I want it on 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 audio because this is a lot. The only person that snores louder than him is me. We're trying. I'm trying to get it on for you guys. In our bedroom but as soon night. as I put the mic down, he looked up he, at me like, like I was what the, fuck? what the fuck are you doing? But um they ended it really well. Yeah. Because it came to this like heartfelt like kingdom Family. is kingdom is saved the king is stepping back and also because I'm shipping some characters hard like yeah. hard shipping characters and I felt like okay like I think some of this is moving in the direction with these characters I want them to move like I think some of my my shipments are maybe going through yeah I mean this oh, is yeah. a- not Amazon Prime style going through but I think that maybe right. next season we'll start seeing some of these some, characters get oh, shipped oh absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then like you get to the end and it's like, oh, everybody's back together. The yeah. king is like, I'm going to step back and be with my family. It's all heartfelt. Yeah. And then boom, dragons come in and it's and, chaos. And not one. It's like three of them three, motherfuckers yeah, roll up. And I'm like, oh shit. And then they cut it. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? That's like, what I was like. And the other thing was now I, I, I'm going to spoil something maybe for myself. So I'm going to throw something back to you. So okay. we did an event back when we were at Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce at, Dumbrowski's and Billy Floyd was there, so I know your memory's gonna be a little foggy on this one. Uh, and another cosplayer, uh, and they were cosplaying, and you were talking to the female cosplayer who's playing Rogue yes. about Critical Role and how much you loved it, and you talked about a character dying because I guess when they would start the show on YouTube, they had like a little animated entrance. Yes. Because they showed a character and then it like faded away because that character had died yes. during the um, arc. During campaign two. Uh, okay, so that's not this campaign. It's not this campaign. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe if this one received such a good, like from the community, which it right. did, I hope it continues on and they could animate. But that was from campaign two. And her and I talked about so those it. Those are totally different characters than what we're watching. It now. is a totally different characters okay. than what we're watching, but I'm glad you brought. You but know. it almost gives you a critical role reverse, if you yes, will. It like does. it gives you like, and also if it does really, really well, they can be like, okay, well, let's put one, two, and three in production. Like, yeah, this is Vox Machina. The second arc is whatever that particular mm-hmm. group of rogues is and then the third arc going and they could alternate it because yep. Amazon Prime is getting really really good with their animated it is stuff getting, and it's popular now super popular because Invincible they did was amazing yeah yeah did you watch that so I haven't watched it it's on our queue because my husband's really getting into it really heavily getting yeah, it. he bought the books and everything like, so we've been reading them to the front of the line okay that is it good it's gonna blow your tits well if it's off. gonna be yeah. raining all day today when we get done taping that might I be highly, highly recommend it because I would love to do an episode about that. Because yeah, like absolutely. when I watched it, like I knew uh I want to say it's Kevin Kirkman. I'm getting his name wrong. I know Kirkman's his last name. The guy that wrote The Walking Dead did Invincible. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this a shot because I like the voice. Like, mm-hmm. I literally did it because I like the voice actors and I like Robert Kirkman. So I'm like, I'll give this a shot. And I want to say with that one, they did the same thing. They would either give you two or three every Friday. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just episode a week. So, I was Which like... Which I like, though. I like them doing... So, I like yeah. how they do, like, the two or three episodes every Friday. Because it's not yeah. just one. Yeah. You get a couple. But then I also like the fact they don't... I'm not a fan. Sometimes I'm dumping everything at once. Because I watch it all, then I'm done. Oh. I'm the opposite. I want to binge. I, like, I'm give not. Give me all my shit. Let me bust it out in a weekend. Certain shows, like, I'm yeah. like that, like Vox Mock, and I kind of wish they would have dumped it all so I could yeah. watch it. I would have watched it all in one yeah. night. Um, there's certain animes that I watch. A lot of the ones I watch um, right. are already done, so yeah. I can binge watch. But yeah. there's a, a couple new ones that I'm watching, and that I get pissed off because I, I want to you know, I want to watch them all. Um, yeah. But I do believe if this goes well, the second season of Vox Machina goes well, I hope they get the funding. A uh, second campaign is... Uh, the Mighty Nine campaign, okay. and that is my all-time favorite. Uh, yeah. I watched. There was about oh my god, like over two hundred and seventy episodes. Each episode is three and a half to four hours long, so I've I've invested a lot of time. Uh, the final episode was over six and a half hours. Damn. So no. I've I've invested some some very well time into this. Here is my question. So the mm-hmm. the first. Uh, and I might not be using the right terminology, arc, mm-hmm. which was Vox Machina. This 
campaign was Briarbush. Yeah, so this so the arc they did was the arc of Briarwood where it yeah. goes into Percy, the you know, the one with the gun who the demon, right, you right. know, that the crazy one. Well, let's let's I I, I might even write these down. Let's use terms. Yeah. So campaigns are like story sessions where yes. you tell a story. Yes. And an arc means the 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 bunch that bunch of characters so the so when you have a campaign yeah it that's the storyline and yeah. arc is a big let's say fight or a big plot line within that campaign so campaign one is right. called vox machina yeah uh the arc that we watched during the animated is uh the arc of briarwood how many arcs were in that campaign that campaign i i honestly just spitballing and and going back at least bigger ones seven or eight at least and then so you could have let's say eight seasons with this one arc yes you could because you can animate characters you could animate each arc and each arc follows each other and then at the end of the last arc boom that's your campaign moving into campaign two the same thing they had big arcs where it was this is about this character's backstory. Right. We're, we're what's going on with this. Let's venture into okay. this. We're done with that, and okay. it kind of ties into this one, and okay. they all tie into each other. Right. Um. So that campaign finished um, end of the year, and I watched all six and a half hours. Um. And it's a very emotional thing. You're invested. I'm invested. Like as a role player, you're invested. But even as a fan watching, like. You, when you're spending this amount of time, like you're talking, you're spending what three hours a week with these people least, in these yeah. characters. Like you're fully invested. It's almost like supernatural or a series right, like that no. where you've spent so much time with them. You're invested. So when, when you ends, know you're at the end of the road, you're really like the last season of Supernatural. I'll use an example. You knew it was the last season, so right. you're invested because you're like, mm-hmm. all right, kids, gloves are off. There yeah. are no more seasons. They can kill off whoever the fuck they want because no it's holds done bar after this. And this, yeah. this is, so that's kind of where it was. Like when I knew we were getting towards the end, it took me a while to watch the last one because I invested three hours a week. Yeah, I've invested like watching background stories yeah. and, and separate things on these characters and you watch these stories and they do such a great job of bringing them to life and acting them out. You get to the final arc, and I'll never forget like watching the final in the last 10 minutes when they signed off and they ended it. They ended it very beautifully. I won't spoil it for anybody who's still watching it or will. They ended it so beautifully, like just perfect. And then at the end of it, all the voice actors like put their characters down. They close everything up on the table, and then you just see them all cry. And a lot of people are like, why are they crying? I'm like, they've played these characters for three and a half years. Like This yeah. has been their like entire life. They've it's like been mourning a friend or yeah. something at that point they have yeah. become these characters they've dressed up with these characters they've traveled to cons as these characters they've seen other people cosplay their characters their character. now it's over yeah. you know of course and then you have matt mercer who is the creator and the dungeon master of that he's created every single character every single world language oh they don't create their own characters so, he creates so, them so he they it's a very interesting writing process so okay. everybody this is what I want for my character. Okay. They write out the backstory. They take months. They write the backstory. They write like the lineage and everything. They give it to Matt. And Matt takes it and pretty much goes through it, combs through it, mm. and sees how he can fit that character into the, in the world he's creating. Mm. And then they have table readings one-on-one. I mean, it is a very intricate it sounds like process. It. And then they all have... What, what you call when you're starting a campaign it's called session zero mm. when you sit down and you hash out all like the little kinks and stuff before you start taping and live yeah. and just get everything done so it is a, it's a months months long process before you jump into a new campaign but he created this world like the the three campaigns are currently they well the two they did the one they're doing now he's created the world the lineages he's created the kingdom did he create the role-playing system they use no, or is no he he, he he borrowed uh D D five what they call 5e five e five okay. uh, fifth edition that's out um he uses off of that but he has gone so far as to give wizards of the coast the rights and he has created campaign books out of his own world that he created with wizards of the coast it is interesting if you're if you're into that I have thoughts and i have feelings on yes great because it's great for him as like marketing and getting the word out i don't know if i'd give him that shit away for free oh no it wasn't for free 
Oh, they paid him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. It yeah. was not all of it was not okay. free. Because oh, no, no, no. I'm like, mm, like, I no, because that was my next question. I'm like, is there like a critical role, like role-playing game you can play? Absolutely. Which it, mm-hmm. it sounds like the role-playing game you're going to play is D&D, but they have ro- critical role books. Like, they we do. Like, we can get the critical role Vox Machina book, you can. and it's got all the adventures, the all the characters, books, uh, all the universe. You, you, every, from yeah. Everything from the, because he's actually... Which one of the coolest uh, things? Um, it's in campaign two, um, the one we were talking about the cosplayer. Her and right. I were talking the death of Molly Mock. It's called. He's a um, a blood a blood fiend or a blood character. Okay, that was a creator that is not a character in the D and D books. Like you know, you have like your thief and your rogue. And yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matt created his entire own character with these own stats, right? Own background and Wizards of the Coast said. We'll pay you. We want to put that in our book. So now yeah. that is an actual playable character in yeah. D&D 5e. Well, at least he's getting paid. Oh, absolutely. that thing I was like... <clears throat> no, 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 no. I'm not... I am horrible on certain things, but I'm like, I will not give my IP away for free. No, if nothing was done IP, for free. it is my IP, you're paying me for it. And, and I still own the rights to it. Oh, he still yeah. owns the rights to everything. He's like, I'm yeah. still playing this. This is my show. This is yeah. my thing. You can use it. I'll co-create. You can lease it from me. You, but you don't I can own it. license it to you, but, but you I own, own this bitch. It's like, yeah. and Wizards of the Coast does, um, and uh, D&D, which the online, they sponsor the show. So they oh, have D&D their, online. Yeah, they sponsor yeah. all of that. So, to me, watching it, like playing D&D and, and, and growing up and watching the role-playing world to see how just one show has completely flipped the world upside down and yeah. getting people into it that never thought about it or getting people into it or like, I don't want to do this. This seems weird. Yeah. Opening up to a whole new like generation has been absolutely wonderful to watch. Um, now, Campaign 3 that is what they're on now. Um, I'm keeping up with it the best I can. Back when I started watching it, I didn't have a lot of... And I had more free time than I right, do right, right. now. Yeah. You know, now I work, I'm school, I podcast, I'm married, I X, yeah. Y, and Z. So, of course, I'm still a super fan. I still enjoy it. I still watch it. I still do all that. Also, let me ask you this. Do they put it, like, in podcast format? Yes. Okay. Because, yes. see, if I was you, I'd just totally podcast That's it. what I've like, been doing. Like, listen to the podcast um, so I can hear it because you don't necessarily need to see it. You don't necessarily need to see it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It adds layers. And, and that's where yeah. I kind of like watching it because it adds layers when you get to see the faces faces to name to character yeah. type thing um there are certain shows i don't mind doing on the podcast like i'll have my headphones in it at, yeah. when i'm home cleaning or you know listening right. to it that way but they do live events and they do live shows right. I, those i gotta see live right, right, right. like they dress up and you know they're acting with each other i got to see that live um so i have thoroughly enjoyed it vox machina um i probably will rewatch it at some point just because it to me it was just so good yeah. such a nostalgic feeling to watch um, I'm it's excited. not really long. The episodes are only like 30 minutes. Yeah, piece. they're not that so, long. Yeah. Um, you can bang it out in a weekend oh, or even easy. a night. Easy. Or a night even. Yeah, and be done with it. Um, so I'm excited for season two. They haven't really announced anything yet. I've been following it super closely. But they haven't announced anything yet with hmm. season two. Um, I'm hoping later on this year. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where I, I'm, I'm not pushing. I want to see it. But I'm waiting for them because it's going to be worth it. I'd rather be quality over quantity. I, want I would the, yes, rather exactly. like, wait until it comes out and then it's good quality. Good, I'll wait for like, good quality. Yeah. Don't rush it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you I enjoyed really it. I really enjoyed it. And so. anybody out there who is even super interested on it, it is on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah. You can watch it. It's called The Legend of Vox Machina. And I highly suggest watching it. It's fantastic. And if you do watch it or if you have watched it, email me and like let me know your, oh, yeah. your thoughts. And if you have different thoughts than I do or the same thoughts or just tell me what you think about it. Because I'm always, I'm always interested to see how other people view it other than me. No, I totally agree because <laughs> I loved it. And the whole time I was watching it, I was like, we need to start a role playing night. Like, I would absolutely yeah. love. I know. Was it like a while back? Chase approached me. He's like, "I really want to play D anD D. Like, can you make a care? Can yeah. you make a campaign for me?" Or do like, like a one shot when he's here and do it maybe on a I, Saturday, and we could even start early, like a one or two. Yeah, and do I, have like an eight hour block well, I can, and order pizza. I can knock that out if he, that's something that you guys. Yeah. I, I can knock that out in a night. But I would like us as a group to like start a role playing night, and it doesn't have to be like every Saturday, but maybe once a month or twice yeah. a month where we did like a role playing night because I 
I think Alex would be down he's, for He's he's a good he yeah. Um I mean I'm definitely more in our relationship more of the role player. He kind of takes a back seat to that situation, yeah, yeah. but he still do, like if I'm like, "Hey, let you know, he'll play it with me." Like it's yeah. not Well, I I think I think it'd be great. Yeah. Like, we should it's totally. something that it actually kind of got my creative juices going again cuz I was a very avid role player and I'm like, "Man, I like I haven't scratched that itch in a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I know. fuck. I actually, the last time I scratched that itch is when we were doing the one stop guild shop. Yes, Twitch. the one. Oh man, those were yeah. good times. Those were good times. Good and times. And that's the other thing we could bring that back. And uh, even yes. you know, yes, I, I'm working. I'm not gonna lie. I would preferably just like to do it at the house. We're not. It's not streamed, and we can all just oh, relax yeah. and chill and have fun. No, but we like, can do it that way. I, I've been missing that, and that mm-hmm. itch, I definitely need to get scratch. And speaking of itches that need to get scratch, we need to scratch some of these bills and make some scratch. So we'll be right back with more of the happy hour with Ariel and Deuce. Hey, everybody. It's Owen from OhNoMedia.com and a current editor of The Happy Hour. Just wanted to let you guys know out there that if you're looking to maybe start your own podcast or Twitch stream, I am a video content creator. I am a podcast editor and consultant for all things just mentioned. I also create my own stuff myself. There's Oh No Radio Show, our flagship show. And if you're a nerd like these two, well, you might enjoy the graps and the wrestlings. Well, check out OhNoWrestling.com where we take a look every week at all the wrestling content going out there. OhNoMedia.com for everything. We love you and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back with a happy hour with Ariel and Deuce. So, uh, uh, Legend of Machina was great. Um, we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Has there been anything else you've been watching and really digging? Um, man. So, you know me. Nothing super current. Um, I've... I haven't really been watching a, a lot per se because I've I just got done doing uh, midterms for school. Oh, God. So yeah, so a lot of my time has been dedicated to um, at home studying and um, you know just cramming as much as I possibly can. Um, we're kind of transitioning at work to kind of a busier season uh, than normal, um, so that's kind of been taking up a lot of time, but. When I veg out, I'm more when I'm done and I have time, I veg out to anime. That's yeah, my thing. That's your jam. That's my jam because I know I can watch it, relax. Um, I'm not into a lot of the new current stuff that's been out. I just finished one um, called Snow White with the Red Hair. Anybody's watched it out there, like, please let me know. There's a huge community about this show. Uh, it's a cute fantasy uh, anime? anime, very cutesy shoujin. Um, I've been reading a lot more. Um, really? I have been delving back into reading. I used to read a lot as a kid, a lot as a teenager. And when I come at, became a young adult, I was in college and reading wasn't fun anymore because it was mm-hmm. reading textbooks and all, all this. I'm like, man, I don't want to, so I don't want to read after I read a textbook. So, um, I got back into reading and uh, <laughs> my poor Amazon account, um, and books a million, I was just so I read manga and if anybody out there um when you first start reading manga it's addicting. Now, I don't have you seen a manga? Have you ever seen how oh, to yeah. read how to read it? You don't read it the well, normal Ryan way. Well, Ryan at has got yeah. a bunch. I yeah. bought a couple from him. Yeah. Um so you don't read it like a normal book. No, you read it backwards. You read it backwards and you read it from right corner left corner right corner left corner. Yeah. So it's really like when you're used to this way, it's hard like trying to learn mm. it that way. But they're fast paced because there's yeah. pictures and you can get through a couple. Like a comic book. It's pretty much like yeah. a comic book. Um, so I've been really delving into reading those and really banging a lot of those out. We have a huge library of them, so I I don't know why I buy them, but I'm into the newer stuff. Mm. So I go and I'll like buy two or three, and then one night, like that's my problem. Wow. I'll read them all in one night. Um, so I've tried to slow down because like, all right, I'm done with this one. I'm on Amazon ordering four or five and six or like, Hey, it's Saturday night. Like, let's probably more than likely go tonight. Let's go to books a million so I can, you know, get the other four or five of these. Um, it can get it to be expensive. Um, our our library is a fire hazard. Um, so, but that's kind of what I've been doing, like vegging out with reading. Um, we just redid our living room. 
yeah two weekends ago and that i kind of made that a very like calming like i can sit there read like nook yeah. reading corner is kind of what i did and that's kind of what i was going for i made it very bright and happy and chill so i've been spending a lot of time in that room mm. reading kind of relaxing it's been a little stressful um my husband and i have delved into the world of buying land as an adult so we have why so we decided we want to build a home. Oh, okay. We have decided that it, we've been looking for the past year and not that we haven't found anything we like. It's just, man, why buy a house when we don't really need a house? We have a house. Why not take the time to buy some land, you know, and build something from the ground up that we're going to like, that we can design ourselves. So we've calmed down a lot of our wild weekends because we're investing a lot of our extra money away into savings. Whose names are going to be in? Both of ours. Home, we don't play that game. Yeah, it, it is going to be... Bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah, I know, you know? You got to put faith where faith is, you know? Bold strategy, Cotton. Yep, it is bold, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is bold, it is bold. Well, you know, whatever, man. It is what it is. So we decided to... Um, we've been looking at some land. We actually found some we like. We actually are going to be talking to... We actually just did talk to a realtor and talk to a financing officer on Monday or coming up Monday, Tuesday, right. whenever we find time. Um, so that's kind of where like our life direction is going. You know? No, I get that. Because we're like, yeah, we like our house, and but renting sucks. Well, that and you've got five motherfuckers in your house. We do have five motherfuckers in our house. I mean, I'm sure they're lovely people. Oh, absolutely. Like, when you told me that you two were living with three other people and you're married, I'm like, yeah. For real, for real? So, my our roommates are fantastic. Um, yeah. And, I and I'm not oh, no, trying I, to disparage that or, it, or say anything disparaging. No, Let me say that I up front. I think we got yeah. lucky. We, we hit the jackpot with them. Um, they're kind of all... We all work... First of all, we all work opposite schedules. Yeah. So, we're, A, we're barely ever home at the same time. You're sub-bunking is what you're doing. Pretty much. So, when one person gets out the bunk, the next person gets Pretty in. That bitch in. stays warm all day. That's yeah. all. Like, so, one of my roommates, he's a trucker, too. And yeah. he works night shift. Yeah. So, he's was gone. Was that a wrestling shirt guy? No, 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 okay. no. That was my other roommate. He wasn't there that day. Um, The other two kind of work day shift. Okay. And But one loves to work outside in the yard. Okay. And clean. Okay. And, and, and it's clean in my home because they hate clutter you tell them that lime tree in front of your house fucking dead that oh my that's mine okay did you see no did you see my i saw it when i came and got you <laughs> i'm like these motherfuckers know this lime tree is so dead that was fuck. um that was my attempt to gardening um i told my husband i wanted to get into gardening so he took me it's to lowe's dead as fuck. <laughs> it is dead um took me to lowe's and i picked out some plants and we got home and we planted them right, and, right. and did all that and i learned that i suck ass at gardening there's only one way to learn that is is by doing by doing and i did it and i killed that lime tree yeah, and it did a hell. It, it ain't come up. No Jesus water in the no, world can save that. But my no. succulents are great because you don't really need to do anything with succulents. Well, there you go. So them them bitches are thriving. Well, yeah, I guess so. My, but yeah, my that, lime, that tree lime tree thriving. Did, it, so did, did. So we have a great like dynamic in our house, and we all get along. We all hang out. And, well, that's and cool. last night, my one of my roommates has a son. He's about mm. eleven and you live in a house too no no he doesn't no he doesn't live in the house but he came down this that weekend and to hang out with his dad they went out and so his dad his dad was in the room showering so he comes out and my roommate destiny and i are hanging out and he's like do you guys want to play uno now again we're a house full of adults none of us have children that live we don't our house isn't necessarily equipped for children yeah not Uh, saying it's not kid friendly it's It's just we don't you're have not things. equipped for that no. and i get that i'm not equipped no for kids. we're not equipped for yeah. kids so he's like you guys want to play games and i'm sitting here like he can't play the board games i got yeah like those are six seven hour like role-playing games yeah so she's looking at me i'm like what do we do with a kid she goes i don't know what we do with a kid he goes it's okay i brought uno okay so we're sitting there we're all, i'm like let's play a couple couple rounds of uno with the kid yeah. keep him busy while dad's you know doing his thing yeah when I tell you that Uno can ruin some friendships, that that ruins families. Like we, Uno will ruin a family. My roommate and I got down to the point. My husband was getting up, going to work, and he was packing his lunch, and he hears, 
what the why did you put a draw for like we're just yeah. screaming yeah. at each other and he pop and he's like are you guys playing uno and i'm like oh yeah man we're getting yeah. into it he's like well one of y'all's moving out now because yeah. this is getting deadly somebody yeah. somebody better pay rent because yeah. i need that before one of y'all moves out yeah so it, it's a dynamic but getting into all of this we all kind of decided and sat down one night and said hey we love all living together we always have a great time it's always an adventure but we're all adults yeah. and we all want our own space so my husband and i came up with this idea of buying a plot of land and it'd be in our names and we Time built out. all yeah. of you were buying the plot of land. No, no, no okay. just my husband. Just and I. you yeah. and, and, and version two. Version, okay. Me and version two are buying it. Okay. And our um, proposal to them was we're building our house the way we want it. It's our yeah. house. You guys can have a section of the house of the land of the land, and you can okay. put a trailer, you, a trailer. Or something. If you want, build your own home. Whatever you want to do. How big a piece of land are you getting? So the one we're currently looking at is 10 acres. Okay. I mean, um, I'm not mad about it. Like, if my situation wasn't the way my situation was, in a perfect world, I'd go and get 10 acres of land and build, like, a farmhouse. That's, like a Like yeah. a kind of like a, a bigger, like, log cabin-y mm-hmm. style house and just live there. That's kind like, of what we're that thinking. that is what I, in a perfect world, that's what I'd do. So that's and, so, we, we've been looking a couple five acres, 10 acres. So we found this 10 acres. And again, I don't know what's going to happen to it. We're, we're just scratching the surface of looking into it so it may or may not happen uh two acres of it have already been cleared for building and ready to go right um so that was our idea hey we're gonna do this um we're building our house we're funding it it's ours if you guys want to move with us here's a plot of land for you get a trailer get a home get whatever you want it's yours you know and that way they have their own payment we have our own payment and then you pay x amount because you're living on our property yeah. type situation. Right. Which they're totally cool with. I said, or if you guys want to go your own way, this is going to be an opportunity for you guys to go your own way. I'm not kicking you out. I'm not doing anything of the sort. But I'm, I'm letting you know that this is down the this road. This is the option. This, this is, is an option. option. But also to let you know that this isn't permanent. Because do you own the house you're in now? Or we do not currently okay. own the house. Are you um, renting the house? We're renting the house. Okay. So we rent the house we're in because my husband sold his house during the big... Like it was that time to sell, yeah, yeah, and he needed to because he made a, a, a substantial amount of income from it, yeah, yeah. Um, so we didn't have the time to buy, so yeah. we just had to get somewhere to live. So we found yeah. found our house now, which we love. Um, uh, but we're both at that point where we're like, we're done renting. Well, no, I'm with you because I'm a homeowner. I love my home. Um, might get a quasi morbid, but I don't mean it to be. I'm either gonna die in this house or. Once my mother and father are no longer with us, uh, I may rent my house, their house, because we have like four of the rental properties and just rent all of them mm-hmm. and then buy a big piece of like maybe like 20 acres in Gainesville and then buy like or build a big house, probably live in a gooseneck trailer for like a year while they build the while house. While they build it, yeah. And then just have a big piece of property in Gainesville because personally, I would like to have a big piece of land. Where I can just drive four wheelers and walk around and just that be was our out idea. in the fucking woods because I I feel very at peace and very at home in the woods. I'm I'm a big fucking neck, so like I like that shit. That's your comfort and, zone, exactly. That's your comfort zone. I mean, I absolutely love and adore my house, but I'm too close to motherfuckers. You, like you are, yeah. Like you our are. plot lines are like zero, mm-hmm. so like I'm way too close to people, and I don't like it. Like yeah, and that was our idea with doing this. Yeah. Um, and and my mother has always wanted a tiny home. Oh, there you go. One of those tiny homes. So I told her, you know, throw you a little tiny home on the property. My nephew growing up for me, I would love to where he has a place that he can go ride a four wheeler. Go side by side, right. like have that dirt like bike, dirt bikes. Like I want like him to have shit. that. Yeah. Like so, having this land would really open up so many doors and opportunities for not only yeah. me but for him and our our families. Yeah. So and it and the one we're looking at backs up to like a river, so you have like your own entrance to like a river for like yeah. fishing and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So I'm excited. Like I said, it, it, if everything, I kind of have that mindset when you go into either home buying, land land buying, or building. If it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Well, end of the day, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's, that's smart. So uh-huh. if, if this plot of land don't work out, that just means there's one out there that's better. That will work. That out. will work yeah. out, and I'm not getting my hopes up for it. No, but I think that's smart because we actually, for a hot minute, I was looking at a compound actually in Gainesville because it was a big plot of land that had three houses on it. Um, 
two of them needed substantial work. One of them probably needed medium work. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm at the point now where I can't leave look, yeah. for a while because of extenuating circumstances. I just can't leave. Right. So no, I understand. Um, I'm like, well, this for me right now is not a good, I mean, this might be a good investment for 10 years from now, but for right now, it's not a great investment. But I would like that a compound where I can live. My brother and his wife can live and my sister can have a house and just be on a big compound, yeah. like, you know, 20 acres of land. And we've all got our own space, got our own houses, got plenty of room to run around. Like that'd be a beautiful thing. Cause, uh, you know, buy dirt, man, buying dirt is always a good investment because God ain't making no more of it. No. So, yeah. And that's what going into this where we both were, we had many long nights of discussions about yeah. it. And even if, let's say, you know, next month, the month after, you know, we buy a plot of land, it's ours. Whether we decide we're going to build on it in six months, a year, or two years, we own that. Yeah. And it's a smart investment. Let's say something doesn't work out. We're like, well, we're just going to buy this house. We still own this land. Yeah. And it's still in our name. And let and we can sell it, double profit. Like, there's always a way to make money off of it. And I believe for anybody it's a good investment to get into. Oh, yeah. Even if let's say you like with us, we build this house, we have another house built onto it. Right. Let's say the people our our roommates move out of that house. Now yeah. we have a house. Yeah, we can rent property. I'm always yeah. making money. Yeah. There's always a way to make money off of it. And that's kind of how him and I both, both viewed it. It's a money making thing. Yeah. And we build it from the ground up. You're designing it the way you want. Everything yeah. is brand new. Like, cause yeah, like that's a prime example. So, and this again is a little bit morbid when my mother and dad pass, like I will probably stay in this house, not their house because like, I love their back porch. I love the pool. Oh, it's super nice. But I don't like the, the layout in the inside of the house because my layout of my house is perfect because we got this huge TV room. Mm-hmm. It's connected to the kitchen. People in the kitchen can it's, see it's the like TV. It's like an open. It's an open yeah. floor plan that works for parties, which is what I like to do. But their house is not perfect built that way mm-hmm. so um but i do like the pool in the back porch which that's nice when i rent the house part of the contract is going to be i have unlimited access to the back porch as you should the area. as you like should that that is a non-negotiable like yeah. I, I have the right and the ability at any time to walk into the back porch area and use your pool. I, I own the house so you might want to rent it to somebody you know then just so i mean i guess it don't matter not right, if it's know. in the contract, it don't oh, matter. Oh, that's true. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, as long as contract. I ain't sling my dick around out no, there, you then, you know, I if I own the house, I can put whatever I want in the contract. You, you have sure to abide can. by it because you signed it. So, because that's how contracts work. So, if I want to roll over on a Sunday afternoon with and a, get drunk in a pool and watch, that's TV, what I'm gonna that's, do. That's what I'm that's gonna do. That's what's happening. I own this motherfucking house, and, and that's another thing. It. Like having so. like the property, like we were talking about, like we're out in the middle of nowhere. You mean to kick-ass parties we could have in the middle of nowhere yeah, no and- shit because prime example saturday night i had to move you guys off the porch because <laughs> i was like hey it's a little too late for you guys to be sitting on the porch y'all guys need yeah, to come in because we, we, we were bad kids yeah. we were bad kids no you guys were fine it's just i know it was getting late and i no. know my neighbors they're old and there's zero plot lines and you're right on a pond that Echoes, the sound carries yeah, no. so i'm like Let's let's nip this in the bud Let, before we all get in fucking trouble. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But no. I'm, Sometimes I have to be an adult. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't. It doesn't it feel does, right. Like, it's like a tight pair of pants. It doesn't feel right. So, yeah, like yeah. your tight pants on a Sunday at Revolution. It, oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Those pants were too fucking tight. Too tight. Because I, once I got in the car, I said... Hey guys, don't look back here. I'm unbutton these motherfuckers like it's Thanksgiving. So, I know, yeah, yeah, I know. Me and James <laughs> sitting up front again, hyped as yeah, hell. We we're going, yeah. we we're going to McDonald's. Um, which, by the way, your little nephew's a little shit talker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, like you're not telling me some I new know. shit. I know. I I experienced it. He ain't the, new to the game. He true to the game. He is yeah. totally true to the game. I, a couple of times, I'm like, really, bro. Yeah, like, like really that bad? motherfucker will talk smack. Yeah, I know. I learned that. I learned so now I know what to expect next time I what did, see. Okay, him. so this is kind of a callback to our last episode. What did you guys order when you were at McDonald's? By the way, in that <laughs> thirty-minute fucking drive-through line. So Caddyshack was all the way in the back. Poor Caddyshack, but he poor wanted, Caddyshack. That but he wanted to be close to yeah. you know all the action in the back. Yeah. So Caddyshack uh, got like a McChicken and a McDouble. He got the McGangbang. Pretty much, yeah. he got the McGangbang. 
Um, and then Chase got like ten piece nuggets. My husband got a meal, and then I got a happy meal. I think meal. your husband got the crispy chicken sandwich. Yes, yes. What do you think about that? It's actually pretty good. He liked really? it. He said oh, it was really, cool. really good. That's kind of like their new like high end chicken sandwich. Yeah, like, he said it wasn't bad. Like let's McDonald's said, hey, let's make a chicken sandwich where we actually give a fuck. Yeah. So like we actually put time and effort into this. Like chicken sandwich. we actually care. So we did so. that, and then I got a happy meal, and I uh. I whipped my so I paid or whatever and then we were, we were driving off and yeah. and Chase was like oh did you such an he said did you pay for my meal and I was like yeah don't worry about it you know it's cool you drove it's yeah. the yeah. least I could do you know and he's like well, what was it I said I don't know it was like four or five dollars because we were just talking about prior yeah. to that the minimum wage like fifteen dollar an hour yeah, discussion yeah. we had and this little shit talker goes well I mean I feel bad that you know I gotta I gotta pay you back for my, my meal I said bro why he goes. Well, I don't know who's making more, you or the McDonald's worker. I don't want to take money away from you. <laughs> I was like, you hear my husband in the back just dying laughing. And I said, man. Oh, I was passed out at that yeah, point. You were your gone. husband was like, motherfucker, you ain't holding my hand on the way back. <laughs> and I'm like, so funny. All right. He was he was done. He was tired. Me and him were in the same boat. Oh, we were yeah. fucking exhausted. Yeah, Me and him both. both were like, I want a goddamn bed. Yeah, like he was, We were grumpier old men in the back two seat. You were so yeah. grumpy old. Yeah, men. we were grumpier old men in the back seat because I'm like, I just want to get the fuck home into bed. So, He's like, like, me too, bitch. To but you ain't hold my hand on the way back, motherfucker. To give the audience like in this GMC, like on the way back, yeah. you had Caddyshack in the back. He was just chill. He, he was in the third row. So yeah. you've got you've got driver's seat, passenger seat. Then you've got two more basically bucket style big seats and so it was me and version two and caddyshack was in the back in the third row and like you which i'm was... surprised he didn't kick his feet up and pass out dude i know so, so caddyshack yeah. was back there chilling you two were like you were gone my husband i was fucking my husband was gone, about gone. to pass i woke out. up at one point during that trip and said where the fuck are we and then you got me yeah. and chase in the front seat just going ham like we were yeah we were just shit talking like two kids hopped up on sugar oh we were ready to party and i don't know what and then it, it was such a like funny dynamic in in that whole gmc to and from the show yeah um but what we should have done is hook, uh, hooked up little like gopros and videotaped it and then all uh it like <laughs> li- like put uh, edited it and put it online we next time the next time we ever we do something do like that, yeah, we may need to do that. I mean, that. my God, because that shit was the way there was fucking wild, and then the way back was wild. The whole so, the whole yeah. time was wild. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I learned a couple things that night, you know, about friends and oh, and then poor Caddyshack on the way there had to pee so bad, and we had oh to, yeah, we had, to we had to pull over at a Chili's. <laughs> So, so a homeboy could go piss because he's like, bro, I got to piss. And your husband's like, well, pull over to the side of the road. He's like, I ain't fucking pissing on the side of I-4, bro. <laughs> and he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just, my husband don't care. He'll yeah, you don't give a fuck. You don't give so a fuck. So we had to none. pull into poor Chili's and it got our, our Applebee's. It was Applebee's yeah. and this big old it GMC. It was actually the mere concept of Applebee's. It was the mere, mere concept, concept of Applebee's. Applebee's. Yeah. And pulled over I-4 traffic on a Sunday. It was just terrible. That beeline on the way there, I don't know what was worse. Chase is driving to your goddamn husband encouraging it. So <laughs> You can't leave them. Um, that's why I sat on the front seat. Because you can't leave them two together for no. nothing in the world. You I really, was gripping your hand like it was a goddamn safety know, break on the way Chase there. Was due, I yeah. was like, bro, we, are we playing Mario Kart? Yeah, like it's swerving Irvin up there. And then I had to apologize to your husband when we got to Burger U. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to buy you a drink. I apologize. I had to hold your wife's hand. But I have an anxiety disorder and PTSD. And he was, and he was just like, and, yeah. okay. He's like, okay, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he don't care. He, he, How strong that drink gonna be? Yeah. <laughs> and he was, all he heard was drink. And I, he brought, when you guys brought drinks out, because I remember I was like, I'll just take a Coke. And my husband was like, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah. You're having a drink. He's like, like, you know, Deuce is buying it for you, right? He doesn't know how to buy a Coke. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that's even in his goddamn vocabulary. So you need to have a crown and Coke. And I was. <laughs> no, all, actually, you know what that was? What Which, was it? It was. Because uh, it was delicious. It was uh, a double Jack apple and Coke. Oh. Because I asked him, I went to the bar at Burger U and I said, hey, because the first drink I got when I got there, I got a double crown of Coke. Because yeah. I didn't even think about asking if they had flavors. So I had a double crown of Coke. And then I finished that, and I said, hey, uh, do you got crown apple or peach? And he's like, no, man, the only thing I've got is a jack apple. And I said, okay, I need three double jack apples, and I need a Mick Ultra. And he's like, done. 
So it was really but good. But also, I was tipping that kid like a motherfucker. I'm sure I made at least one of his college student loan payments. So, like, I was just because the thing is with me, like, when you go to a bar, especially an event like that, like, there's a lot of bad tipping motherfuckers, there sure and people is. go like get a beer and give them a dollar. Or some bullshit Which like is that. Which so stupid. So, yeah. To me, like, you're here for an event that you paid X amount of money no for. Shit. You got money because yeah. you just paid over 100 or whatever dollars for a ticket. You know you're buying merch. You know you're buying concession. You can't yeah. tip more. It's, speaking of that, even though we're kind of rewinding back is to AEW, right? which is totally dope. Um, I tipped the concession people. I even tipped the merch people because there was yeah. a tip option. So I tipped them. Yeah, we I'm did like, that. We did that too. I'm like, hey, these guys are working their ass mm-hmm. off. Like, let me tip these kids. Oh, so, yeah. And the same thing with the concession people, even though some of it was bullshit. The only person I did not tip was that bitch that gave me a $7 bottle of water. No. But everybody else I tipped. Everybody else Because I'm like, tip. hey, you know, you're working no, the balls we did, off. We did the yeah. same thing at the merch table. We tipped because yeah. we were like, listen, these people have been here all fucking, fucking weekend, weekend and they're, and they're tired. I'm sure they got their like late Thursday night to set up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like That and they're all AEW employees, so they been working all weekend and that night they probably had to pack everything up get the fuck out of there that night mm-hmm. um so it was empty on monday yeah so, so ready to go which merch people didn't have much to fucking pack up their job was probably goddamn easy they're like they have nothing left <laughs> yeah they, ain't not, not, they had not, not a damn thing not left. a nothing we ain't got not a nothing buddy i don't know if you saw but real quick when we went up to buy our hoodie there was a guy in front of us bought that 850 dollar belt, belt. And they put it in this nice, like, I did case. see one guy earlier in the night when we first got there bought one because it comes in a zip-up case. Yes. Yeah, that says AEW. Oh, is that woof? Yeah, because I got the, well, I didn't get it that night. It, it's funny. We'll ru- rewind to another AEW story. So we went for my birthday this past year because I had it in Jacksonville. It was a Saturday night. So me, um, my brother-in-law, David, uh, Chase, and two of his friends went. So we all three went, and we we were even closer than the seats we had. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was not that expensive. But what I didn't know, we found out that day, was they were taping AEW Dark and shit beforehand. So, like, I want to say we got there at, like, 5, and they started taping at, like, 5.36, but they taped all the way till 10 because, you know, the show, Dynamite, because it was a Saturday night because of hockey, was from 8 to 10. But before that, they had all these other matches. So we got there early as fuck. So we got there, and then I got my AEW tank top, which I fucking love because it was like all elite summer. It's got a palm tree, and it's pink. And, well, the logo and shit's like pink and shit. I'll show it to you later. And it's kind of a nice color. It's kind of like a teal color. Mm-hmm. Because I like colorful shit. I hate black shirts. I hate fucking uh, white shirts because you get shit on them. I like stuff that's colorful. Colorful shirts. So I got that, and I went back and I sat down, and then I went back to the merch table later when I made many uh, beer runs at fucking $20 a pop. Um, They had the AEW belt buckle, and I'm like, oh, I want that. But it was like $70 or something like that. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to buy it. Well, then, like, two weeks later, they had a 20% off sale on Shop AEW, and then I bought it. Oh, so yeah. So, I got it down to, like, 60 in free shipping. So, I'm like, all right, I'll do deal. that shit. Deal, yeah. Deal. yeah. I'm, I'm growing quite the uh, AEW uh, shirt collection oh, in, in my house mine now. Is, my wrestling shirt collection is stupid. At some I feel point, like I've i got to set aside another stuff. drawer because, I, I mean, I got my Kenny Omega, I got my jacket, and then the one that you gave me. Which I oh, fucking love thank you, that thank shirt. You. I'm thank so you. glad that you love oh that. Oh my god! It, I gotta alter it a little bit. Well, so I well, can wear well, it. T- well, tell the fans about it real quick. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. you guys! This is probably one of the like greatest wrestling shirts I've ever had. So it is, of course, it's Kenny Omega. Um, but if you guys know the anime My Hero Academia, Kenny Omega's a huge anime fan. And they did an exclusive shirt with him dressed up like kind of like as one of the characters and it says my hero Kenny Omega and it's like all in the anime like, and that style. came from my uh pro wrestling tease crate is that the one okay because yeah. I'm I'm getting on the crate the AEW crate um, I'm yeah. actually gonna do that tonight I'll tell you what if you're smart I'd buy the year because they knock like 20 bucks the off year? of okay. it if you good. buy the year because there's only four you because it's every get, three months right so so good so I think I, instead of 200 dollars like one so like this shirt is great I mean yeah. I wore this shirt constantly but i gotta like alter it a little bit so i can wear it you know out or whatever 
but it's great. So my, my collections is growing quite extensively. Of course, my husband with his, he was so happy to see Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah. And, and wear his Orange Cassidy shirt. I got him for Christmas. Well, see, that's the thing that night, the t-shirt, uh, Chase was wearing that was my limited edition uh, Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy short, shirt, which I've never even fucking worn. So I let him wear it for the first time. I'm like, "Hey, it's your first pay per view. Once you wear this, He's like, oh, thanks, man." I said, "Hey, there's a loan. <laughs> I'm gonna need that shirt. I'm gonna need back. that shirt back, bitch. But yeah. I'll let you wear." It. He's like, "Oh, thanks, Uncle Kyle." I'm like, "Not a problem, buddy." So, but like, he really enjoyed it. But the other cool thing is when you get your AEW crate, you're you may even get more AEW stuff because of the fact they give you a 10% coupon every month, 10% off of oh, shop hell. AEW. I'm ready to so. get some posters and some autographs and some, oh, yeah. which I know they, I saw that you can buy the autographs on shop AEW. They do certain people. They have the autographs because that was the thing I noticed they had, I think they had some autograph figures. They at the did. Merch table. Yeah, they did. Okay. They did. I saw they were, they were like a hundred bucks, which it's a hundred bucks, but it was autographed. So and it's an action figure. And it's an I'd much rather figure. have an autographed action figure than yeah. like eight by ten. Yeah. So if would that I. makes any sense. No, I totally yeah. would. So I get it. I'm like a hundred bucks, but when you think about it, it's not too terribly priced. Well, think about it. The action figure itself is like twenty to twenty five dollars. So let's let's just say it's twenty five. You're paying seventy five dollars for the autograph. It's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not. And terrible. plus, it's not like they've got a ton of those in circulation. No. You know what no. I mean. I mean, unless you're bringing it to the airport and they're signing it, or you bring it to a con. Right. It, like, as, as far as I know, Shop AEW doesn't really sell a bunch of uh, signed action no. figures. So it's not like there's a and ton Shop of them. And Shop AEW, yeah. I'll give them credit, man. It's pretty affordable stuff. Like, it's not anything that's, like, super crazy expensive. Like, unless you got to pay the fat man tax. Unless you have the fat man tax. Yeah. I, I shouldn't speak. I, I speak for people who don't pay the fat man tax, I guess. Because I mean, fat, fat man tax is two dollars, and if you want to make it a tank, it's like three fifty. Oh, I see. But I do like having that option because, like, when you pick a shirt, you have a whole option of stuff you can do. You can do like a basic T-shirt. Yeah. You can do the uh, uh tri fiber, like yep. the really nice mm -hmm. soft T-shirt. Uh, you can get on a hoodie. You can get it like oh yeah, because they're so a many... full blown print shop. So like we'll print this logo on whatever the fuck like you, you want it on. You pay for it, we'll print it. Yeah. You know, type situation. So that that was cool to see. So I, we're gonna be growing, and then the uh, another thing I'm gonna delve into tonight: the AEW trading cards. Because man, do I love me some trading cards. Well, I'm I'm interested to see how that pans out, and, and we need to reach out to Ryan over at Dombrowski's mm -hmm. and see if be like, hey. Is there any way you could buy like maybe two or three boxes for the shop? As long as we say we'll buy like twenty packs. Yeah, or something. I totally like, will. Yeah. One thousand percent buy. Yeah, just whatever. be like, hey, buy them because I mean, you had somebody that shops there bringing an AEW belt for you so to you put know up. People so are going to do are it. interested, so you know people are going to buy. And them. you know what? If yeah. and if it doesn't move as fast, call us and yeah. we'll buy the boxes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll like, buy them if, and split if you'll it. Sell like, me the boxes it. at cost. I'll, yeah. I'll buy them. Like, yeah. if you're like, I bought three, I only sold one, I got two sitting here, sell them to me at cost, I'll buy them. Fine. Deal. Yeah. I would totally. So, I, I'm going to explore that a little bit tonight and kind of see what that's about. You yeah. know, just kind of delve into that a little bit because I do love me trading cards. So, anything new trading card, I'm down for. Yeah, I haven't been in the trading card game in a minute. So, <sighs> I love that. I love that game. Yeah. Well, speaking of games, I think we've about wrapped up this game and we it's sure been a have. lot of fun. Uh, you can check us out at hhpodcastshow.com, and also you can send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And actually, I want to ask you uh, fans a question. How about you send us some topics in? Like, oh, if there's yeah. stuff you want us to talk about, send it in in the subject line, put topic, and just uh, say, hey, we want you to talk about this TV show or this anime or this movie or whatever. Um, I'd like to hear that. The other thing I would like to hear from you guys, since we've been talking about TV shows, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of TV shows here in the new future. I know Moon Knight I want to talk about. I want to talk about Halo. Mm -hmm. Would you prefer us talking about it as the season goes along, little by little, or would you rather us just do a spoiler cast, like when the whole season's over? As fans, I really would like your feedback because that kind of – tells us what you like and what you want to hear and then we can you know we can take that feedback and make decisions which i think would be really really good so again just hit us up at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and of course there's not one there's not two but there are three hashtags 
uh, when you're talking about the show in the arrow, you can help me out in third. Absolutely can. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast. And hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. See ya. Mm-hmm.